0: There were different states, the Nabuwa, and the prophethood of our Nabi. Saladah, was. The first state very likely was about the first year. It said, You see, the Kuffar, the disbelievers, they ignored. They acted as if he didn't exist. To them, you know what, the message they about is not unique. There were before that spoke about it. It will die. It's a phase. Nobody's going to follow him. So let's not give it much attention and look the other way. And this continued for a number of years until slowly they themselves saw. No, you know what? People are following him. And then they became reactive to the message of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa Why are the people following him? There's no money to be gained. There's no prestige to be gained. They know that they are going to be persecuted by us, the kuffar, the disbelievers of Makkah. There's actually nothing in the world for, the, for them to gain except the fact, that the fact that they're believing and following in him. And so this year perplexed them. Because according to them, and, and, not, and not only them, all people with a, with a kuffar and a disbelief mentality. That in order for you something there must be a worldly gain, worldly gain. Why are you here? Why are you in this office? Why are you in this company? Why are you in the school? Why are you why are you in this college? Why are you sitting here in front of me? There must according to them, there must be a worldly gain. So they will never understand. No, there is something thing thing more thing more than a worldly gain. And that is my proximity to my maker, to my to my creator, to Allah, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and they could never understand. The so they started their campaign and their campaign also had a number of phases, the first, f- the first phase of this campaign was that they would, now, they would now attack verbally and physically physically those of the community members, those of the Muslim community members that were disenfranchised, slaves, people who were freed slaves, metics, metics was like a person, person like Suhaib Rumi, he's not Qurayshi, he's not from the community. He's an outsider. He is considered of, of Greek origin. He came from the Byzantine Empire. But he was given permission to trade and to work in that area. So as a result, he's not from us, from a political point of view, but we have allowed him the ability to ply his trade over here. So they became, he became the, uh, the, the face of all types of uh, torture, all, ty- all types of misbehavior on, be- on behalf of the Quran. And then they saw, that even that is not working. So they embarked upon a campaign of continued physical torture until Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala gave Nabis Nabi, permission to tell his companions to migrate, to leave migration or hijrah. hijrah. And this and this is not the migration from Makkah to Medina. This is the mig- migration migration from Makkah to, to Abyssinia that took place under very difficult circumstances. It took place took place and 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 it and, and it it predated Medina by a number number. Of Year. And it's mentioned that many of the Sahaba عنه, that migrated to Abyssinia, to North uh, to North Africa, they participated in both migrations. Rasulullah in order to console the Sahaba عنه, even on the day that daughter and his son-in-law, Uthman, عنه, were to, to migrate. In the direction of Abyssinia, he goes out and he consoles them with certain with certain certain words that Uthman and Uthman and his family, referring to his his wife, the daughter of Nabi Sallallahu they are the first people to migrate. Since Ibrahim and his wife the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he bids them farewell. But he tells them one thing. He says, You are going to this You are going to this land. But there's a just king. There. He knew, and everybody knew, that this king here is not a Muslim. And even though he was not a Muslim, Rasulullah acknowledged that justice and good existed inside him. And this is something. That we as Muslims, not shy away from. We have this understanding that as long as till the end of time, even though people may not be Muslim, you will have those who are just and good, loving people in the world. People in the world, they will receive their nasib and they share in this world. We desire that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala gives them hidayat akhirah. But we appreciate the fact that in this world, there are those who love good, those who love justice, and it is something that we acknowledge because our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam acknowledged in the form of najat. Now one may say that you know what, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a recipient of wahi and revelation. But he wasn't the only one who acknowledged the good amongst the first generation of other people that existed. Omar radiallahu alayhi acknowledged it amongst various leaders. Uthman radiallahu anh. Ali radiallahu alayhi even amongst non, non-Muslim leaders at that time, who were just people in managing their community, their community, their community, he acknowledged the justice, the justice, but of course the disbelief, it's on its place. So we quite often are faced with this dilemma as Muslims. Look here, we have got an... Ummat related issue. And there are tens of thousands of people. In fact, in some cities of the world and countries of the world, we are in a minority and they are in the vast majority. There are now proponents of a Muslim and a just cause. We as Muslims, how, what's our response? How do we view it? First of all, our response is how the response of the Nabi sallallahu Alaihi was. In his response and interaction with An Najah, the appreciation of the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created in the hearts of people even now in such a period of time that is far away from the time of prophethood. Such people that are willing to stand to stand up under the pain of getting fired, under the pain of other people curse, cursing them or hitting them or injuring them for what is right. And it is a sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how often uses these things here as pivots of, of hidayat and guidance for the Individual themselves, we don't know. don't know. It's in the, the knowledge of Allah. And just to give us an, give us an idea of the justice of an you know, we can summarize this from one conversation. See, if anybody needs to, st- to study a conversation between a group of people, one a group of antagonists, the second group, and a judge, a hakim, a person who's now in a position of judging whether something is right or wrong, and the third group, a Muslim group. That presents their case forward. and let them study the interaction between the delegation of the Quraysh led by led by Amr, Amr ibn As, who later on becomes a Muslim. Of course, at that time he's not a Muslim. He's not a Muslim. An-Najashi Anna himself and the third group who responds, Jafar radiallahu anhu, radiallahu anhu, the, the cousin, the cousin, the cousin of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, famously known as Jafar tayyar Rabi'ullah was martyred and buried in the battlefield of Muta in Jordan. At that time, there was no Jordan; it was part of the part of the greater Roman Byzantine Empire. So, when they come to when they come to Hamsha when they come to Abyssinia, they stay for a number of years. They go unnoticed by the community because Najashi and Abyssinia and their capital in Axum is a powerhouse on its own. They're not going to notice 100, 200, 300. People, whether they're here for business or or refugee status, it doesn't make a a difference to them. So they cross the Red Sea and they come, and they're residing as Muslims. At that time there is no Jummah, because Jummah only becomes obligatory in Madinah al-Munawwara. They perform their salah amongst themselves, and they continue to live and exist. And the, the, the main hukam and order at that time was Tawheed and Salah. It wasn't even the Madani period where you had issues of inheritance and this law and that law. The laws were very, were very, you know, limited at this point in time. So they lived and existed as a community. But you see the nature of kufr and dis- the nature of kufr and disbelief that it never tolerates iman. And the- And this is an important message for many Muslims who claim and say, you know what, we will assimilate, they will like us. We'll eat like them, look like them, hang around like them, and interact with them, and they, and they will now like us and they will accept us. One of the great authors of this time, Alija Alebegovic, first president of Bosnia, Herzegovina, remember the Bosnian crisis of the 1990s, the first prime minister, there and he himself, he's a graduate of Valazar University, he himself was a prolific writer, and he was a mujahid at that point in time, he writes in one of his books, he says, you know, before the day before, before the Muslim and the Serb fought in Bosnia, many of us are, are old enough to remember the Bosnia, the Bosnian-European conflict. He says the day before this conflict erupted, we ate together, we visited one another's houses, we even drank alcohol together, because there were a, many of them, not all, many of them, were a secular Muslim society living under the communist regime for 40, 50, 60 years, you know, in some, in some form of the other. So you obviously had you deemed our righteous class, but you had many people who were, who were far away at that point in time. So we did all of these things together. But the only thing that reached us was his name was Slobodan, which is a Serb name, and my name was Mehmet, which is Muhammad, Turkish pronunciation. That was the only difference between us. That's all. Just the name was was enough to antagonize him and and his people to say that you are different and we will fight with you, fight with you, and we will eradicate you. He writes there, writes there and says that this is a message even that Muslim who now goes, a- goes about what process, thinking that I behave and I act like them, they'll accept me. As long as you have this, you have a semblance of iman and Islam, you can, ne- you, can ne- you can never be the same and kufr and disbelief will never accept you. You will interact according to the laws and the dictates of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the two rivers can never ever meet. They remain parallel. Lines in a world, one word worthy of da'wah, It's your responsibility to call the person, the person to the person towards the Deen of Allah. But no intermingling and no assimilation, whatsoever. And he doesn't write about this the centuries ago. He's writing about it in the 1980s and 90s, and early 2000s here right, right now, which is a reality, which is, which is visible, and which was visible from the time that the Quraysh note noticed. That these Muslims have now emigrated to Abyssinia. To Abyssinia, they were not bothering the Quraysh. Neither was the Quraysh bothering them. But, but what motivated the Quraysh to send a high, high-powered dele- delegation led by a man, a man, Amr ibn As, later, as I said, to become Rabbi Allah. To become Allah, one wasn't a Muslim at that time. Muslim at that time. What motivated them to spend money, money, because gifts were given galore to the to the courtiers of the of on Najashi and something was prepared for for Najashi himself. What motivated them to spend money and, and, and spend time and go and go to the other side of the Red Sea and to now and to now ask polite, politely initially that we want we want 87 people and people back we want them back and we now want to and we now want to take them and we want to relocate them back to where they come from in mecca they're not troubling anybody nature of disbelief belief belief that it will never ever, ever be satisfied until islam highly eradicated some way or the or the other so they come they appear they come to the courts of annajar and such a such attack individual he was, Amr ibn A'am. You know what they say, uh, master of the gab, the gift of the gab. That's what he had. Statesman, statesman, statesman. He was a politician in the true sense of the word. He knows that it's futile for me to go to the king directly. So in order for me to get a proper audience with the king, I now have to go to those who are in the circle of the king. Remember how kufar, or, or just acknowledge how kufar works today they won't go straight to the the president or the prime minister but they'll go to this minister and that minister and that congress and that congress person and that senator buying off all the minions so that when they all stand up together in congress or together or together in the center, in the senate that fellow who's ele- who's elected and answerable to, answerable to them has to respond why you know waste money and and a chance on him where you can buy minions and use in a domino effect and slowly it will lead up to them, but it will be more longer lasting when you look at the opponents of the part rather than the top guy right on top. They behave in exactly the same way. That they go... That they go to the courtiers of the king of Najashi and they and they offer and they offer them gifts and finally they get an audience with him. Audience with him. And when they when they get an audience with him, they go in personally empowered, knowing that we've already already bought off his parliament, we've already bought off his Congress, we've already bought off his senators and his clergy and everybody possibly else that he could rely on for advice from his military generals to everybody. He can't run the Country on his own, he's one man. They'll topple him. He needs an entire operation. We've bought off the operation already. Now here's our opportunity to now just push the button, and he must say yes. We'll take them back, and it'll be begone, a foregone conclusion. And then the narrator even says, "Well, you were Yakbalu, and they present in in front of him an udum uh, leather, leather, the very same leather that is desired in Makkah." The the, 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 the the desirable gift of the day, they come in front of him. He doesn't take it. Anna najashi doesn't, doesn't take it. You know why? Because the justice inside him, the Rasulullah spoke about, now kicks up inside. Allah from nowhere, nowhere. They just show up, they want to give me gifts, gifts, What's the purpose of behind the gift? I mean, I'm a king. They, they 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 simply are not asking for any trade concessions. They're not asking for anything else. What in the world are they asking for? And he tells them that Ya ayyuha rahat Guru, from Makkah. What happened? what, what is the re- what is the reason behind your behind your presence and these at these gifts at these gifts? So look so look how he starts. He starts. Amr ibn asks only only speaks eighteen words. How many? Eighteen words. the Eighteen words means one and a half and a half cents. But in those eight, in those eighteen words, it summarizes every aspect of propaganda propaganda that you could possibly hear in your entire life. Wherein he says, Ya Ayyuan Malik, O king two words already. Right? If you want right, if you want to combine a ya and a youha one together both are from the same genre. Okay. Uh Fatan Sufaha, a foolish young young man propaganda. Foolish young men, people are young. They're foolish. Farru, they ran away. What does that say? What does that immediately denote? Farru ran away, that means that they ran away, they we never give them permission to go, they just ran away on their own, no no permission from their mother, father, government. They just they just ran away away. They ran away bila, bila, bila to your country. It's not their country, it's your country. So that means that they have ran, they have ran away as trespassers over a year, year, Everything, everything we saying and putting inside there is putting them in a bad light, a bad light. And he continues and he continues. Then he says that Aba Ukum, that their fathers and their uncles, uncle, uses the paternal word for uncle, their fathers and their uncles, have told us to fetch to fetch them and bring them back, bring them back what is he doing what is he doing oh, is, that, is that the fact that we are here means we've got a mandate we have we haven't come because we are bad people we haven't come here because we got because we got an axe to grind we 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 simply have got a mandate from their fathers and from this and from the people in charge of them to bring them back from abyssinia and to put them back in makkah so, makkah. so we are operating under a mandate to appreciate this here o king that we are just not, not here not here to play not here to play fools we are operating, operating under an official mandate Listening to all of, and he's going on going on and he concludes he Statements, statements by saying one last few words that um, they are not, are, not, are not your deen and they reject Isa the Christians is thinking everything that they think that will now Put, you know, uh, uh rile up the emotions inside him. That, that's exa- exactly what, what what they are saying. But the king stops him. Right? He says, "Listen here, group. I will. I will not do with them until I listen to what they are. In other words, I will listen to their story. And how many people there are like that that are willing to listen? Muslim and non-Muslim, and especially non-Muslim, non-Muslim people. We have to appreciate that that they are willing to listen to the other side. Talk to me." I've got no other axe to grind with axe to grind with either side either side. But I'm willing but I'm willing to listen to you. Now, this group of people, the people who are willing to listen listen this, this is an important segment of the community that we fail to realise how large and how big they are. And when we look at them, we should not look at them with one intent. Oh, we need these people here to follow the cause of Palestine and that's why we need them. But we should look at them with the eye of dawad and tabliq. That how can these people be presented iman and Islam? Because they love the truth and they're willing to listen. And as Yusuf alayhi salat was in the midst of that prison, that when the two people came to him because they saw a dream, he realized that these two people are willing, are willing listeners. So, he's, so he takes advantage of that—the fact that they are two willing listeners. Takes advantage in what sense? He doesn't take advantage for a worldly cause. He takes advantage in the fact that because they are willing listeners, I will open up their ears and their eyes to the oneness of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, which is the greatest of all causes, of all causes, causes because, because it benefits him in this world. It will benefit him in the akhirah akhira as well. So we should not not shy away from when we see any dynamics in society that if you have a community that is willing to listen, that is soft, that is that, that, that certain things appeal to them, and utilise the opportunity of saying saying if this appeals to you, then what about the other annals of justice which is also inside Islam that does not that does not deprive a man, does not deprive a woman, does not, does not deprive a work worker, all of those things which unfortunately. Sometimes we may not be examples thereof. Let's let's also put that inside there as an important note. But this is what the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. So An-Najashi stops them right there and says, that I'm not doing anything to them until I listen to them. Call them, call them. And Jafar radiallahu wa he appears. Not only here, all the males of the Sahaba radiallahu wa that are in Habsha in Abyssinia. They are summoned and they come. And one spokesperson which teaches, teaches us, that in order for you to be effective, have your one spoke spokesperson who knows exact- exactly what he is saying, who knows the case. And he comes in, he comes in front of Andajashi and says, "I am Redmond." Jashi asks, "That these people here—they've got a claim against." You. I've heard them. I need to hear your, si- your side of the story. And what does he do? What sometimes he speaks the truth. Sometimes we feel that that person will only listen, will only listen, will only listen to us, and we'll win the case because we such a way that is appealing what he wants to hear. Or oh, he wants to hear about Isa Ali and Jesus. He wants to hear about Maryam. He wants to hear about this and that and whatnot. All Jafar who said that we, we believe in one Allah and this man that they are talking about Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. The king asked The King asked them, Okay, fine. Are you Jews? Antum? No. Are you Jews? says no Antum, are you Christians? No, then what are you all? We, on, we, on, we only know jews and christians where where do you where, where do you all fit inside the whole picture daffar radiallahu says that in all the Anbiya, وسلم, continuing and ending with nabi muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam Amarana he commanded us with salah he commanded us with charity charity he commanded us to be good to our relatives he com- commanded us to be good to the to the wayfarer and the traveler the sifat and the qualities of islam which are universal to every person who loves justice and the truth, he presents it in front of a najashi and, and then when, then when Najashi asks him, "What give regarding Isa alayhi salam?" Rafa no, that it's a very sensitive question because all those courtiers, all those padres and priests behind him must not must not use this as an opportunity to say, "No, they are they, countering our belief in Jesus." So as a result, we cannot count them amongst them. What does he say at that at that point in time regarding regarding Isa alayhi salam? That this is what we believe. that he is the God that he is the Nabi of Allah born, born from the virgin Maryam a.s. That's what we be. You know what Najashi does? He picks up a small stick, stick. And in one narration, it's a small piece of stick that would normally be put inside a fire, like an ood stick that would, be burnt, that would be burnt for the purposes of fragrance. And he picks it up and he says, Masada Isa, Isa himself has not more than the weight, of the weight of the stick compared to what this man has said. You know what that means? If this man's this man's statement, Jafar radiyallahu 1, had to be put on one pan of the scale, and what Isa al said happened to represent happened to represent this stick over here in my hand, hypothetically speaking, and it had to be it had to be put on two pans of the scale, it will equal and be absolutely equal because Isa al salam himself has not anything more than I'm the servant of Allah, I'm the Nabi of Allah, and I'm born from Maryam alayhi wasalam, who is Park, who is the virgin, who had no you know, interaction with a man, unlike what has been the adulterated version of Isa alayhi salatu wassalam, by the greater Christian community. What he said, and then he tells the Sahaba go and live wherever you want to, but he advises them in private something else. And this may be something worthy for us. This may be something worthy for us. He tells them later on, move out of the capital Aksum. Aksum is still there today. It hasn't disappeared off the map. Move out of the capital Aksum or Aksum or Aksum or, Aksum, or Aksum, and stay on the other side of the river. Referring to the river Mele. Stay on the other side of the river. That other side of the river he's talking about were more rural farm areas which they put up a settlement which Najashi when he accepted Islam told his people that I wanted to be and to be buried with the Muslims on the other side where his qabr lies today together with the other 17 sahaba anhum that passed away in the interim period of the 127 sahaba radhiyallahu anhum that migrated from Mecca to Medina and the 35 children that were born in the diaspora in in Hamsha in Abyssinia 17 who are of course, passed away. It's a community. People are going to pass away, whatever circumstances. He's buried amongst them. This is a wise word or, or a wise, a wise statement that he told. And why did he tell them this? He told them this because it was in their interest not to remain in the eyes all the time, not to remain eyes of people all the time. This community is not ready for it. Referring to Habsha, referring to Abbasid, So their time will come wherein they will be used to Muslims and you can freely move around and do whatever you want to do. But right now, because of the sensitivity of the visit of this delegation from Makkah, remain in 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 on the other side of the river. Do whatever you have to do, but do not rise. Of. This advice that he gives is not something that, that time. Muslims themselves will have different situations. Sometimes, alhamdulillah, you can express your iman, express your iman and your Islam openly, but there may be time that it may be in the interest of the individual and those who are around them. To be a bit away bit away from people who are antagonists until you are stronger, until you are better developed with the intention of, of da'wah, you come back. All of these type of methods are observed from the first generation of Islam. We must appreciate in the work that we do and how, and how, and how we conduct the work that is allotted to us. And this is but through the tawf- tawfiq of Allah subhanahu May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us wisdom and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us from any, every type and any type of disinformation that is out there wa akhiru da'wan, alhamdulillah
1: الحمد لله علي الذات عطاء عذاب عذاب ولا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له في الخلق والأدواء و محمد محمدا عبده و ربه أحمر الصدر و ربه الله عليه و على آله و أصحابه العرب, العرب العرباء خير الخلائق بعد الأنبياء فبعد أيها الناس وحد الله التوحيد رأس الطاعة تقول الله تقوى ملاك الحسنات و فتهدي إلى الإطاعة من أطاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدا ياكم والبدعة تهدي إلى المعصية ومن من يعص الله ورسوله قد ضل وغاوا الصدق ينجي والكذب يهدان فان ان الله ولا تقنطوا من رحمه الله فانه ارحم الراحمين فاسري خاسري خلا وان نفسا لن تموت حتى تستكمل رزقها فاتقوا الله وقلبي وتوكلوا على توكلوا عليه فإن الله فإن ربنا والله تبارك وتعالى أمر الله بأفواه الله ولو كرهك قال عليه صلاة والسلام ما لم يؤذى أحد قال عليه صلاة والسلام بدأ الدين غريبا ووسئ وسئ غريبا كما بدأ للغرباء أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العرّان وإياكم بالآيات تغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونعوذ بالله من أنفسنا أعمالنا ليهد الله فلا لا مضل لا ولا هادي لا لا إله إلا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أنى ومولانا محمد عبده ورد. أعوذ بالله ونرى الله وملائك على النباء أيها الذين آم الذين آم يصلوا عليه وسلم الله على سيدنا ومولانا محمد و وآله وصحبه وبارك وسلم, وسلم. كما يرضى عدد ما يصل الله عليه وسلم وقاله عمر عيان عثمان وأقضاهم عاطم أطلع أهل الجنة والحجى شباب أهل الجنة وحمزة أسد. وحمزة أسد الله والله أغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا والله الله في أصحابي لا يرض من بعد من أحبهم فبحب أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغض أبغض خير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلون اللهم أعز الإسلام اللهم لا مطاوننا يا يغزى يا رب العالم اللهم احفظ المسجد الأقصى اللهم جعله شامخاً إليه. اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسن وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار قاد الله رحمه الله يأمر بالعسان وإيتاء ذي القرباء وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغو يعذكم لعل قال تعالى الحلاهر عالمي عالم الرحمن الرحي لا كنا لا الذين أنعمت وطل على وطل على 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 محاولا سجا ما تعكر وما قلا وللآخرة خلك منا ولسوف يرك فترضى ألم يكي فأفآوى ووجدك ضالا فهدى ووجدك عَائِلًا فأغنى فأملي فلا تقهر سائل فلا تنهر وآلات رفح الله أكبر الله أكبر الحلاه رعى على الرحم مال الرمال ما يوكاكنا وإيا إياك نستعط وقال الذين أنعمت على وعلى ألم نشرح لك صدرك ووضع ع وزرك لا أ بعضضه لك أم الح فإذا فَرَغْتَ فَإِلَى إى فرغ الله أكبر الله أكبر